Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Baka 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 Podcast. It's amazing how every time you open your mouth, you prove you're an idiot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a mini-sode of Baka Baka Baka. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a mini-sode, but if you're unfamiliar with this concept, normally we talk about anime that we've watched over the past two weeks. Uh, but sometimes we just want to get on here and talk and make algorithms happy. And so that's what we're here for, uh, to plug our website, which I didn't do in the last episode. Oh. TheAnimeBakaClub.com. You should go visit it and leave us comments about what you thought about who even cares what the title of the anime was last week. Anyway. You were so <laughs> upset about our scoring <laughs> on the last episode. Yeah. Okay. I you was, forgot to do I an forgot. outro. That's awesome. Yep. Moving on. We are talking. We're going to do some <laughs> video games as anime pitches and some anime, animes as video game pitches. Mm-hmm. And to do that, I need the help of my co-host. First off, we have the X to my com. It's Jeremy. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I discovered a game that everybody else is already playing, and I've been asked by a few people to play it, and I finally did, and I love it. It's Risk of Rain 2. That game is so much fun. Um, I'm loving the... Uh, I actually just got to the point where I've got the uh, Tesla coil build, so like I'm running around every half a second these lightning bolts arc out and hit everybody around me. It's really cool. Absolutely loving it. All right. We all... I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it, Troy. No. Spider-Man. Loader is Spider-Man. I would like it for the first half hour. Yeah. And then it'd be like, okay, they'll play this all over again. And I'd be like, I, I don't want to. I don't want to play this anymore. I'm done. It's combat instead of crafting. But yeah, right. Uh, it, 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 I have played lots of wave shooters and, and mm-hmm. I, I again, I like them for like the first hour. And then yeah. when it's I have to go through those first five waves again and I'm frustrated I was specifically of loader because he does feel he like Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, I, yeah. I've watched gameplay and, and it's beautiful. And <laughs> like I said, I'm sure I would have a lot of fun the first couple times. I just don't see me doing it long term. So mm-hmm. I, I can't bring myself to pay money for it. That makes sense. If it goes free to play, I'll be in. You guys can show me the ropes, and we'll see if it lands. Cool. Just like Sabatica did. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. We also have the Z to my zombie for the Wii. Jason. Uh, okay. Um, not familiar, but anyways. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mini set. I'm making them up as I go. Go with it. <laughs> Woo! Um, <laughs> no, doing great. Um I also been playing a little bit of Risk of Rain. Uh, Jeremy and I got together with some of my buddies, uh, and we had one session where it was three hours long. We made it to round 100 in what they call the simulacrum. The the only reason I'm mentioning it is because it was hilarious. It would get to the point where everything would spawn, and I'd get about four frames a second, and it was just kind of a roll of the dice if anyone would survive. Yeah. You really didn't know where you were going between frames. You'd try to adjust your direction, but you don't know if it took effect until a good five to ten seconds later. Actually, there were some points where it wasn't four frames a second. It was a frame every four seconds. Yeah. It was a slideshow. But yeah, uh, that's been a blast. But then also, um, I 
played a bit of uh, is this to be ah, anyway, doesn't matter. Jeremy, uh, Troy, how you doing? Yeah, I'm I'm all right. Last <laughs> week was rough. I've recovered. I'm mostly recovering. Uh, yeah, my name is Troy. What have I been doing? I'm kind of in a, like looking for video game mode. I actually like reinstalled StarCraft Two, and played as Terran for one game and did the exact same only strategy I know. Reapers jumping over cliffs to sneak in bases. It's the only thing I'm good at. And I was like, oh, I, I just haven't grown at all. So I'm I'm just I'm finishing Ghost of Tsushima. That's nice. You said that uh, TFT got a new season that just completely destroyed the meta. Teamfight Tactics added dragons, and then I found a meta very similar to the last meta, which was put heavy guys in front and super fast range attackers in the back, and that seems to be getting me to the top three every time. So I figured out the meta. <laughs> but it was super. <laughs> that was quick. I, it was super fun learning the meta. I always always enjoy that. Yeah, who cares? That's fun. <laughs> It's not like we're going to talk about video games or anything the rest of this yeah. podcast. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I just I've been playing a lot of different stuff, like testing out stuff. And, you know, after I beat Bloodborne and I'm still grinding the Call of Duty, same old, same old for me, man. I, I tried Diablo Immortal. You guys want to talk about that? That gets clicks. So let me let me ask this question real quick. Did Bloodborne break you? Like the is like all other games just feel flat at this point. Yes, but that happens every time I play a great game. Like that happened when I got done with God of War. I was just like, man, just Spider Man. You get done playing Spider Man, you're like, what else feels like playing the Spider Man? Mr. Yeah. Ready Tune, apparently. Um, but yeah, just, just throwing this out there. Maybe we should get Elden Ring. You should get what? Elden Ring. It's it's on my list now. Now that I've beat Bloodborne, I'm like I have to play Elden Ring. Uh, but Demon Souls I, I would is love... about to be free. But, I but might, the fact yeah. that like you can kind of go through it with a party if you want. Sounds can, can is there cro- is it crossplay? Yeah. I'm... Or actually, I don't know if it's crossplay, but I know that you can. It's not like the other ones where you just like invade someone's game and then you're right. Out. If 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 it can work with console and PC, I'm in. Actually, so there. Uh, my my son tells me that it should, but uh, there is one boss fight that's kind of meme-ish where people just like summon in multiple people to kill it because it's so big and so dangerous. <laughs> also, Jeremy mentioned Carbot in the last episode. Uh, he does Elden Ring videos, and they are mm, great. The best. <laughs> and so I want to. Yeah, I do want to play. Um, That'd be cool. We could probably make that happen. Okay, we have a mini-sode to do. (laughs) What we're going to be doing here is uh, we're going to be doing salesman pitches. I think we've done this similar, uh, something similar with video games and anime and combining the two. We're going to take a video game that we love and we're going to pitch it as an anime. We want to see it made as an anime. What kind of anime do we want it to be like? What kind of studio? That kind of thing. Uh, and then we're going to flip it. We're going to say, here's here's an anime and here's the video game. What, what, what do we want it to play like? Um, and we're, so we're going to have two pitches each and we're, we're going to go through them. What do you guys want to start on? Uh, I can go first. Unless, I think it was Jeremy's idea, right? And this was. Yeah, I, don't I, mind I, I, first, say, but... and I say we each do a video game to anime first. 
Okay. And then we'll, okay, then we'll flip it. it. So, Jeremy, you take it away. What's your video game? Okay, cool. So, right back there on the shelf behind... Uh... Oh, no. Oh, man. All my anime creds going out the window. <laughs> it's a mini-sode. We're doing a mini-sode. Yeah. Konosuba. Uh, blue-haired girl. Aqua. Aqua. Thank you. Aqua. All right. Aqua Emilia back there. Right behind her is a box that you can barely see called Phoenix Point. <laughs> and Phoenix Point is basically an XCOM-like game. So uh, Julian Gallup was the guy that created the original XCOM. And he wanted to kind of recapture what the original XCOM was in its more granular detail. And so um, they've got a studio, Snapshot Studio, and they produced Phoenix Point a few years back. And that game, the, the premise is that basically Earth has been uh, infected with a virus that came from the sea. And this virus is it's swept over the entire planet. And there's just little enclaves of humanity in a group, different factions. There's like three factions. And the virus manifests in all of these like sea creature mutations that start happening. So you get like this really bio vibe. Um, which I've seen in a lot of anime, right? So you would have this setting that's post-apocalyptic. You've got havens where people are uh, um, just barely surviving. You've got three distinct factions, one of which is like a military human supremacy faction, one of which is uh, a mutation uh, worshipping faction that is like they are they are literally multiple heads, and multiple faces, like giant crab arms and stuff, but they're still... A civilization like they're still you can talk to them you can trade with them you can get units of their type and bring them in right so in the anime you would be able to have the main character go through the process of interacting with these different havens their story could take them through that there's also a very very high-tech um, socialist basically type of haven where everybody is pretending that they're in a utopia while they try to find some way to work with the virus and contain it without destroying it Right. And so the storyline could follow any of those. Like, I think I would particularly enjoy if the storyline headed towards the more um, investigate the religious cult that has sprung up around worshiping the virus. Right. And worshiping the mutations. And, and why are these people actually getting uh, being OK with having the mutation become a part of them? And and there's all these different hierarchies uh, or not all these different, but there is a hierarchy in the religion and it's so obscure and it's so well done in its presentation of inhumanity where they will, they will speak to you, but you kind of have to look past the words to understand what they're talking about <laughs> because it doesn't always make sense at face value. And so um, I would, I would love to see an anime where the, the protagonist is, not an isekai, but actually is in that world, has dealt with the apocalypse, basically, in this form, and is uh, somehow trying to, like, meander his way through the the religious group. Um, I think so that'd be you, really cool. Do you see it focused on just, like, one character as he goes through this world, or... or... My favorite would be if they actually, like, really took the XCOM slash... Uh, Phoenix Point uh, squad system into account mm. in the anime 
and had like this is your team almost like 86 did sort of where you you got to know the different team members and then as they die off you really right. feel it and that capitalizes on that XCOM feeling okay okay i like that yeah i i, I like the tying into the x86 with like hey here's a bunch of characters oh that one's gone that one's gone yeah. this one keeps exactly. going um, yep good yeah it plus because with the mutations and stuff and and the also the uh the wild card of the virus which is like it's constantly creating additional uh like spires that are spreading its influence everywhere at random locations so havens are coming under attack and you get called in he could even be like a part of the phoenix point you know operation mm-hmm. and so he, they get called to rescue factions that they're allied with it w- it would be a very interesting uh military anime very nice all right, Jason, you ready? I am. Uh, I would love to see Apex the anime. And what I mean, uh, so, and it would need to be in a shonen style uh, format. And so what that means is, uh, similar to the lore of the game, the actual Battle Royale part is almost side story until you get to tournament arc. And the power levels of your characters would all depend on like their training and what gear they are able to get. And, but what's cool is that in the lore of that world is the games are run by what's called the syndicate. And they're kind of like this shadow organization. And I would love them to focus specifically on one character. His name, his code name is crypto. And he found out that, he found out a bunch of stuff about the syndicate that the syndicate doesn't like. So they've been trying to one, find out who he is. Right. Cause they, they don't know, they know they've been hacked, but they don't know by who, uh, cause he's supposed to be like genius hacker guy. And then, um, that whole subterfuge like story, but then also in a shonen way where characters are continually, uh, gaining power. And then, you know, mm-hmm. the tournament arcs would be the battle Royale part. And then we'd come back out of it. Because the in the lore of the game, characters never die. They are when they're taken out in the games, they're brought back to a respawn center and ba- almost regrown if need be. Um, they keep their memories and all that. So uh, because they're used like horse races, that people bet on them. Right. So seeing all that done in an anime format, mm-hmm. I think would be really fun. It gives me. Did you ever watch like the old? Tekken anime movies or Street Fighter where um, they they just keep coming up with reasons for the characters to have battles, but it is about the organization behind the fighting tournaments of Street Fighter or Tekken. Yeah. Um, that's what it gives, it gives me yeah. yeah. But but I like also extending it into like the shonen arcs where you you could do character flashbacks in the middle of, of gunfights. Right. Someone like does like a vault <laughs> over a, a wall and is like in the middle of like firing their weapon. And then it like s- goes to slow-mo and then flashes to like, Hey, they yeah. were a kid working on this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's perfect. Um, I also right. like the idea that like the, the fact that you have uh, cosmetics and loadout as the, the prelude to the actual action of the game and you've kind of got this sort of before the tournament arc where they could go through that process of like, how did they wind up with this particular set of cosmetics and loadout, as well as the story of like why they're getting involved with the syndicate and everything else. But that could play in there, too. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I, I picked Bloodborne. I just... <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I, I just played it, but also I love Eldritch Horror, and I do think an Eldritch Horror anime is long overdue, and Bloodborne's as good a setting as any. But uh, the setting or the I was going to say Madhouse Studios to do it because they have such a good pedigree with horror and and have done some really great work. But I changed my mind before the podcast started. Uh, I wanted to have whoever did Mushishi do it, and I want to do it in a style of Mushishi. So Bloodborne is uh, about a, a a city with a with a very prominent church, and this church has this basically blood transfusions that heals all. And so it's become very rich and very, very popular. And people come here from miles around to get healed, but they're using ancient <laughs> eldritch horror blood <laughs> and it's turning people into monsters. And then people are having to hunt these monsters, but then the people hunting the monsters are also getting the transfusions and also turning into the monsters. And it just escalates. And it's, it's, it's very eldritch horror. And then it starts with like, Hey, this guy's a little shaggy kind of turned into a werewolf to tentacles, tentacles, tentacles. Um, <laughs> I would love to see an anime though that focuses on you have one main character who's just a nameless hunter who goes through all the stories but he's never the main character of any story there's just side stories of all the different characters being affected different hunters or religious figures uh, children hiding uh, from their own parents in, in rooms and the, the hunter eventually comes into the story and resolves whatever the plot needs to resolve and then moves on very mushishi of how you know he wasn't the main character, but he was the guy involved in every story. Um, I that's love what, that format. Yeah, that's what I want from a Bloodborne anime, where it wouldn't be a very specific story. It's not the story of Bloodborne or that hunter. It's just in that world, and then we have this nameless hunter who guides us through all these random stories happening around. Would we slowly like learn about the nameless dude, like? bit by piece by piece yep yep you get you get okay, character details as he goes along you see how he's connected to people and it also get deeper and deeper into the elder horror stuff you know you know oh that guy's slightly werewolf oh that guy's fully a werewolf okay that guy's jaw has split sideways and now his head <laughs> is the different direction and oh that thing's just got tentacles and hanging off the side of a building and it just gets weirder and weirder. But because Mushishi did so such a good job with their visuals, I think they can really bring that horror, even eldritch horror vibe very strong. I think they're the ones to do it. Mm-hmm. He also has to change his outfit periodically. When yeah, you see and, him. and his weapon build. Like sometimes he has the yes. axe, sometimes he has the, the hammer. And once in a while he has to show up in that dress. <laughs> yeah, he's going to wear the doll's <laughs> dress. Also, I do want the doll to feature prominently because she's such a good creepy character (laughs) but also he has to have like one every four or five episodes he has to be fighting with a weapon but then he like flicks his wrist or he like does some sort of thing to transform it into a different weapon that would be cool like it folds out or do that every fight like every fight it's a different weapon every time fair enough we always get surprised yeah for some reason makes him invincible (laughs) yeah invincible frames you should He's always have... talking about his iframes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, I want the doll to open and close every episode with like just her talking over, like setting up the story with some random. Oh, she's the narrator. That's perfect. Oh, yeah. Good. Okay, that's it for me. Now we're gonna go to uh, animes becoming video games. Going back to you, Jeremy. What's your anime? Okay, so I got a bunch of them here. I'm going to pick my favorite, but I do have other ones I'm just going to name <laughs> at the end after we've all talked because I don't want to steal any. Um, Cells at Work 
as a colony game like Oxygen Not Included or RimWorld or Dwarf Fortress. That's perfect. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like, you're, you're basically building out this human body and making sure that you've got things balanced properly. Do you have the right hormones over here? Do you have the right uh, levels of white blood cells and red blood cells? Oh, no, there's a viral infection coming in. You've got to deal with it and have like all of the animated uh, uh, viruses and stuff and give them all little special abilities that they would have. You could so do cool. a you could do a randomizer like SimCity 2000 used to do, where the, yes. the 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 body decides to do something, so you have an event. Oh God, smoke's coming in! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think that would be a blast. Can it be on phones? I'd play that on my phone all the oh, time. That you know, if they went like the more oxygen not included route, but maybe even simplified it a little bit, I think that they could do it on phones. They've definitely got like yeah. the vault for fallout on phones mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so if you went between the vault and oxygen not included right. you'd probably do it and make sure that like you know for viruses and stuff you could have loot boxes where you could get antidotes yeah you totally could everybody loves a good loot box and i wasn't trying to monetize it i just wanted to, <laughs> just wanted to play it while i was pooping i wanted to you play... say phone game all i think of is loot box yeah. well, i i think of being on the toilet <laughs> I wanted to, in the game, have the character poop. This is why I never call you on the phone, Troy. <laughs> nice. What do you guys do in the bathroom? Everyone takes their phone in the bathroom now. Every time. I wash I will. Hand. I will, if I go into the bathroom and, like, before I've, like, begun the process, if I find I forgot my phone, like, upstairs, yeah, you, you I will go out. Go get it. That's when <laughs> I get it? my best Wordle scores, guys. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, Jason, you're up. Um, I would want a slow-moving horror game based off of Made in Abyss. Mm. Um, and so some of the mechanics would... It, it, obviously, there would be very few moments where you actually have weapons where you could fight. And you would have very little health so that if something's coming after you... like it, almost Almost alien isolation style, but not quite. And the, I think that's one thing a lot of game a horror games suffer from is that it's one monster that follows you basically through the whole game. Um, you know, Mr. X, the alien, you know, whatever, right? This one, obviously, it would be different monsters per level you go down. Um, but then also, like, a going back up mechanic where you start to experience the symptoms mm. and oh. your, health, your health goes down or you start seeing things. Um, and then obviously you would ha- need to have certain levels where going up is a necessity or you come across where you have to like dance with a monster that, it, you know, to keep it from seeing you or because you can't go back up because if you do, you're, it, it's going to be toast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think and then you'd obviously have your reprieve settings where you get to like the the small little outpost where you can like read. Uh, recoup and regain your health and get items and stuff. But yeah, that would, that would be so fun because there are so many imaginative monsters and like different puzzles that you could, you could do. It sounds very much like a survival game with horror aspects, right? Like, yeah, I I like that a lot. Especially seeing those creatures. If you kind of took away its own art style and kind of made it a more, realistic art style with those creatures in and your darker. face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With I'm actually your head, getting headphones on. 
Oh yeah, I'm getting really strong Subnautica vibes from what you're describing, because you're you're going down into the depths, dealing with things you can't see, monsters that are chasing you. Yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, and you know each monster would have its own quirk, right? So, um, yeah, that would that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, I also chose Maiden Abyss. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but what's your twist? Yeah, I went in a completely different direction with it. So, uh, a game mechanic style of um, um, Final Fantasy Tactics. So, a a tactics RPG. So, grid-based maps with ups and downs, and you're fighting monsters as they come in, and and you're role-playing. But it's also a roguelike, as in Rogue Legacy, so you're a random treasure hunter. You you go down and every the farther you get, the harder the game gets, uh, and eventually you die. But as you find relics, you've been sending them up, and the next character you take down gets uh-huh. those relics and is now stronger. I like and that. And then um, then yeah, put in an element about going back up, like oh you can go make it easier, but I'm taking half your health. <laughs> and, uh, so you you know you gotta weigh the decision, or do you stay on this level, which is kind of hard, or do you push down deeper for those better treasures? And just yeah, just like Rogue Legacy, it's it's you die over and over and again. You're like on your hundredth character, but now he's outfitted with all this super gear and can do all these abilities. Um, that's that was my take on Made of Abyss. Totally ran away from the horror element and went for the <laughs> the cutesy uh, yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics look, but also the dying. The dying's important, right? That sounds yeah. like Darkest Dungeon a bit, but yeah, like, yes, you know, yes, yeah. Uh, Tact- I like the tactics aspect of it. You could also, um, while you're down there, you're unlocking characters, right? Like, you could get Mitty. Okay. <laughs> and instead of dying, Mitty fights alongside you. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> we covered that once. You, you, yeah. If you listen to our podcast, you should know. That's right. I think I think that's everybody. Uh, Jeremy, what, list off your other, other okay. options that you have. So... 86 obviously is like a great first person shooter simulation, like a battle tech kind of thing. I, I'd, um, I'd play that. I'd play that all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Sleepy Princess in the format of a goose game where <laughs> you're basically <laughs> just running around causing havoc. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'd play that. Um, I'd play that in a heartbeat, especially if it was on phone. Wouldn't that be awesome? You're like, I need another sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Astra lost in space, but uh, I wanted to go with like Subnautica style. King's Quest style. That would be good where it's like uh, story mode and you're you're just trying to make your way through the adventure game. Yeah. And then the last one was uh, Sunny Boy, but as a roguelike because you're going into a different world with different rules and you don't Mm -hmm. know what they are and you've got to survive it and you don't know if you can trust the people around you. That'd be really cool. I'd like that. Yeah. I'd play that one. I can see that. The only other one I had I was toying with was ReZero made by From Software. Just for the dying a lot and then respawning and having to try again. <laughs> I can't think. As I was going through it, I couldn't fully flesh it out, and I, so I went the other way with Made in Abyss. But that was as close as I got to another another guess. It would, it would work that way with like uh, Betelgeuse <laughs> and some the of the other bosses you know, he fights. The only thing is you couldn't keep your gear like you, you get to do in from software games. You'd have but you to keep you'd... your XP level. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Abilities you learn. Mm-hmm. Just make it all memory based instead. 
Yeah. But I, I like the idea of finding your, and I didn't want to play as Subaru. I had it as like just some other character who ended up with the same ability trying to go through this world mm. uh, and just constantly dying, but having a random. Especially if it was a prequel, like maybe it was yeah. her first try. Oh, that would be cool. Right. Who is never even mentioned because what happens to him is so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is our ideas. We would also love to hear yours. I'm sure you have plenty of animes that you would love to see as a video game or video games you would love to see as anime. So send them to us. Let's let's share. That's what we're here for. To do that, you can reach us on our Twitter at Baka Podcast or contact us via our website, AnimeBakaClub.com. You should go there, Jeremy and, and Tanya put a lot of work into that. I go there every week. It's amazing. That's where we get the three visitors. Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sometimes I have to remember what we just watched. Um, <laughs> that never and, happens to me. Oh, you know, you can also leave a comment wherever you found the podcast. Uh, you know, YouTube, Spotify. I don't know if they have a comment section. Anyway, wherever you want to reach out to us, we'll be here. <laughs> it's a minisode. And, and we would love to, to hear your guys' thoughts. With that said, we are currently watching Dolls Frontline, and we'll be talking about that next week. So thank you for listening in on our minisode. Yeah, we know. We're aware. Um, but <laughs> turn into our regular episode. They're a little better. <laughs> Especially this last one. Yeah. All right. You have a... Let's all say goodbye. Thanks for listening. It's weird that nobody made a ranking of King's video game. Sayonara. <laughs>